I just I I was high energy today earlier because really? I first of all when I woke up I was so tired. I've actually been tired the whole week. Mm-hmm. But then um, but then I just drank like like double dose of G Fuel, and it, like okay. the first time I ever drank G Fuel, I drank a double dose because I didn't know how much you're supposed to drink. So you just thought, why not double it? I mean, I know, because the scoop <laughs> the scoop is actually double the dose. If you fill oh, okay. the whole scoop yeah. up, it's Makes double sense. the dose. But if you just because it's, mm-hmm. ha- it's supposed to fill a half a scoop, so mm-hmm. um, are you the kind of guy who sticks to the recommended dose or not always? Sometimes yeah. I do half. Oh, okay. I do half of the dose. Like if I like, it depends on what it is. Definitely, mm-hmm. right? So like, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, put that down. But uh, yeah, so like I was drinking G Fuel and I was doing double the dose the first time and I was just bouncing off walls. This was in a hotel room in San Fran, mm-hmm. San, San Diego. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to turn the lights on. And I was like, finally got the lights on. I'm like, oh my god! Reminds me of my first Red Bull. I remember <laughs> my first Red Bull. Yeah, I was working. Yeah, and I just remember drinking it in the truck. And then getting to the job site and just, I remember just having so much energy and like ready to lift stuff, like just like vibrating. It was great. Yeah. I remember that with full throttle too, because when I was in high school, walking up the stairs, when I got like, we drank it at the 7-Eleven in Poco Mm -hmm. and like I was walking back to school in the high school there. And then like, um, it was Shell Station. I forgot what it was. It's Shell Station. Anyway, um, we got back and I was walking up the stairs and I'm like, holy fuck, I could feel this now. Like, mm. I mean, I was feeling it instantly, but like, you just like, you're just like, my heart's like pulsing. Yeah, like, pulsing. Crazy. Yeah, you I'm can like, feel your heart beating. But that, like, that's just too much. That was like way too much. Sure. And there's a crash is bad on that one. Like compared mm. to G Fuel, like, there's no crash. Like I'm like, this is me like after the fact. Mm. No and I'm crash. just chill. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good thing about it. But uh, yeah. Anyway, welcome back. To okay. the metaverse. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. We're, we're, we're beginning with that, and we're just going to continue. Sure. Um, this is a really chill session. We're, just not, we're not going to really be... We're, we're going to be talking about... Um, yeah, who knows what, how chill it will be, but we're going to try to keep it chill, because we're both feeling Yeah, we're both feeling pretty chill today, and we're not, yeah. we're not really want to... I got to the river today, which was great. Um, yeah, I had a chill day at work and just enjoyed the sunshine. Had yeah. A nap too. That was great. I love napping. Do you nap? I nap a lot. Too Do much. You? Oh yeah. Too much. I almost nap every day. If I can get one in, I will nap. But lately, actually, I've been trying to not to nap because, like, mm. after work, I'll be like, I'll be like, I'm gonna sleep, and I'll be like, No, I'm not gonna sleep. Mm. So don't sleep. So like. Mm. Uh... Well, I fall asleep really easily in a sense. Like if I. If I feel like having a nap or like going to bed or something, I'll go and within. 10 minutes I can be out for yeah, sure. yeah yeah it usually takes me like 10 to 20 mm. well some people it, it's really hard for them to fall asleep you know yeah I mean? we can talk we can talk about sleep if you want a while maybe but I've like I've been sleeping okay <laughs> lately though yeah you I have yep, yep because you said you used to like get like only six hours at I've maximum been, yeah max used to be six hours like for years it was between four and six like five was I'd probably say the majority of my days mm-hmm. and um then like weekends catch up would be seven or eight kind of thing like and i'd feel great after seven kind of thing but now i'm sleeping more between seven and eight hours good yeah. good yeah it's weird a because a lot of the time when i'm working i'll wake mm-hmm. up exactly when i have to wake up not like yeah, before but when i'm not working i'll wake up earlier oh, <laughs> you yeah? know it's like it's like oh it's time to wake up it's oh like, well, i was uh when you said that i was thinking about how often i won't set my alarm Mm-hmm. Like by accident or whatever, and I'll wake up like on the dot of mm-hmm. when I'm supposed to wake up. Like there's a natural 
rhythm in mm -hmm. uh, my body or like knows what time it is kind of thing. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's but, cool. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, let's talk. We don't let's, have to talk about. Yeah, sleep let's, today. we're not going to talk about sleep. If your sleep is good, we'll talk yeah, about something else. Yeah, sleep's good. Let's um, talk about something else. Hmm. Break the pattern. I was. Uh, this is like kind of the topic I wanted to talk yeah. about today was breaking the pattern so you can help others. Um, Bring the pattern so you can help others. Okay. So. The pattern to help others. Yeah. I mean, we talked about some some something similar to this before. Okay. But uh, what, what, do, what do you think when you think about that? Just what flies out of my head is the process that must be behind it. Because first, like, uh, breaking patterns to help others, I feel like first you have to break patterns to help yourself, like, in mm -hmm. a sense, right? Because mm -hmm. um, obviously bad habit, you know, you could, you could substitute pattern for habits maybe, yeah, right? Yeah. Breaking bad habits. Um, to help others because it does help others if you can help yourself first you help those around you right so um breaking patterns to help others well what do you think about that i agree with you there um when i think about patterns i think of a routine as well mm -hmm. um routine uh also think about um how i was going to explain this routines have so getting out of your comfort zone Comfort zone is what I think about when I think about pattern. Okay. Like when yeah. you're doing the same thing, Excuse me. going to the same places, not trying something new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And like, say like somebody wants your help and you're like, oh, I, I'm busy. I have something I have something I got to do. I do this all the time. Yeah, type of thing, right? So if you want to mm -hmm. change saying yes to something that's unexpected, mm -hmm. you know? But I like well your deception. Sorry, there's something. Yeah. Mind. Well, I like that too. I mean, I... No, personally, I, for years, have been pushing to get out of the comfort zone, almost out of, like, a boredom, in a sense. Uh, I, you know, let's say there's been times in my life where uh, I've been really bored with life, you know what I mean? Like, just sick of the pattern, sick of mm -hmm. work and this and that and just doing the same things every day and and you know not having something to look forward to or or not having anything in the day to like like throw me off in a sense mm -hmm. and i get really bored with that you know i yeah. need a little bit of chaos in my day in a sense like mm -hmm. i need something that's going to um pull me out of my head anyways in a sense you know like routines um they can dull your mind, I'd say, is one thing. Yeah. Right? And because I don't have a dull mind, it's like being trapped in a dull mind, in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I know like, a lot of people like that. I think we all do. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's different types of people, right? And and what they are, you know, drawn to or what uh, inspires them, I guess you could say. or Right? Like, I would say getting pulled out of a comfort zone is inspirational and you can find inspiration on it. but it's but it's it's hard you know um, mm -hmm. learning how to adapt to something that you can't prepare for right it's almost yeah. like it's almost like that you can't can't prepare for it you can't you can't know what's going to happen right you don't know the outcome it could be bad or good right 
so um, there's a vulnerability in it. There's a, there's almost like a gamble in it, in a sense, right? And mm -hmm. those kind of things. Uh, Some people are afraid of it. Yeah, well, and with right reason, right? Like it makes sense. It's uh, it can be very frightening, um, especially if you don't have practice in it. You know, especially if uh, you've had situations like that happen before and you failed right mm -hmm. or you've uh, screwed it up or you know um, or yeah you've seized up or something right so the fear of it coming back can be difficult mm -hmm. um, but I would say that I've had a lot of practice with that kind of thing now like I okay. I tend to put myself in positions like that where like I go out of my way to put myself out of my comfort zone because, uh, but okay, what would you give advice to other people mm. to do the same thing that you're doing? Okay, well, one thing is I've gotten a lot more um, comfortable with just talking to people mm -hmm. in a sense. I think that's a big one. I think a huge comfort zone for all of us is just going about our day and not interacting with, with going about our day and interacting with as little amount of people as we can. Because an, an interaction is pulling you out of a comfort zone. You don't know where that conversation is going to lead. You don't know who this person is, essentially, right? So for me, that's been a big one. Um, and I've enjoyed many random conversations with people because of that. Just saying a hello, not like a passing by hello, but hello, how are you kind of thing, right? Not just like a yeah, yeah. good, how are you, good, oh, nice, see you later. But like, you know, seeing being able to recognize when somebody might need a conversation or something like that, right? And it, I mean, it can be intimidating. I don't know who this person is, right? But now I've become so comfortable in those moments that I've found so much worth come out of random conversations with people and with randomly trying to uh, pull something out of them yeah. and, being, and being genuinely intrigued by it, right? Like you see somebody who looks like they might need a friendly hello, right? Well, why is that? What's going on with this person, right? Maybe there's an interesting story behind it. Maybe they could use some wisdom or maybe they've recently learned something that I could, I could pull from. Yeah. And so <clears throat> that's one thing I've become, I used to more so put my head down and go about my day, right? Just get through the day. And my hellos, how are yous and stuff like that where it was all po not posture, but you know what I mean? Like just like what you do, like, oh good, how are you? Good kind of thing, right? Whereas now I'm a lot more intentional about it. Like I genuinely want to give a friendly greeting to somebody and I'm willing in that exchange to go deeper if that's what they're looking for. And yeah, sense, right? like we're, we're at my work, I'm not gonna say where I work, but I work from home and I work on an online um, online job mm -hmm. and we're learning a lot about like um, what's the word I can use here let's see uh, positioning like mm -hmm. your positioning the conversation positioning um, conversation. getting uh, and also curiosity mm -hmm. and empathy so mm -hmm. like um, being curious and being empathetic mm -hmm. to people mm -hmm. Um, I think these three things that I just said, what was the first one? I said? Positioning. Positioning, yeah. So like, like 
like getting your. So like what do you mean by that? Exactly. Okay, positioning could be like the other two. They, they have they have like a problem, and then mm -hmm. they're upset. Mm -hmm. So you have to position yourself to get on their side. Mm -hmm. So you're like, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. You use empathy mm -hmm. to get like to show that you're understanding. Mm -hmm. What's the third one? Uh, curiosity. And you have to be curious about like um, about how you're gonna fix this. What's their goal? right mm -hmm. so you kind of like have to like um, okay so like yeah so let's let's go into that in the sense of like let's say like what i said this idea of breaking the pattern by just um, being willing to engage with people in a sense so starting a conversation uh, whatever that might be engaging with somebody now that happens and somebody actually has a problem right like there's there's an issue here and most mm -hmm. people do have a problem right mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. like most people have something on their mind right now like that's um either you that's a problem maybe in a good way or a bad way right like something mm -hmm. that is needing attending to in a sense and yeah so um so uh, one thing is uh, i like all that you said in a sense like one thing curiosity curiosity is what drives me so like that's my drive in these kind of conversations because yeah. i am curious because um it, in general i've become in love with humanity in a sense and the mm. curious and the uniqueness of everybody's experience in a sense so i'm curious as to what's going on with this person right now because it's going to be nothing like i've ever experienced right so you get kind of a glimpse into a different realm or a different world right yeah yeah and so curiosity is kind of what drives that um empathy yeah people need to feel like you're on their side in a sense right mm -hmm. um and and everybody does deserve that everybody's position is like maybe they're going through something really tough so empathy is necessary because they need everybody needs somebody in their corner in a sense they need to feel like they're feelings are valid right and so you can validate their feelings because everybody's feelings are valid in a sense but then uh, i'm interested about this position thing so yes, empathy, yes empathy is key but at the same time like if there's a problem it could be that you're on the wrong end of it in a sense mm -hmm, right and mm -hmm. so what's important i think in those types of conversations it's important to see what the person genuinely wants and hopefully what they want is a solution their problem so first you empathize with them you validate their feelings because no matter what even if they're wrong their feelings matter and that's you know what i mean and so that's okay but if you so if you can show them that their feelings matter and that you care about their feelings but if there is an issue that needs a solution okay so well, yeah like i mean maybe we'll get more onto this word of position but hopefully what you can do is if you can show them that you're validating their feelings while also maybe helping them recognize where they could make uh, a change or like where there's something in their control, mm -hmm. right? Like sometimes people might feel like they're out of control and maybe they are, right? Maybe there's nothing they can do and all you can do is just be a, a shoulder to cry on in a sense, right? Yes. but. Um, hopefully there's something that can be achieved out of it and hopefully you can help you can, within that conversation hopefully they 
can come to their own conclusion of, okay, this is what I need to do next. You know what I mean? Um, and I've gotten decent at these types of conversations. I try not to give advice. I try to help them recognize what they need to do in a sense, right? So you like kind of allow the conversation to go and you pick out things that kind of stick out to you. Like maybe there's something that they're doing or maybe there's something that another person's doing. You pick out something and then you kind of hone in on the, the like, the key areas, right? Like something that's really uh, making it go this way or that way. And ask them questions about it in a sense and you can kind of almost lead, right? Like, oh, like, do you think it, it was a good idea for you to do this or something like that, right? Like, they'll probably be like, no. It's like, oh, so how would you have done that better? Okay, yeah. so if that does come up next time, how mm. would you, like, what would you do different, right? Like things like that. Try to get them to, uh, figure out their own solution because nobody likes being told what to do mm -hmm. right i wanted to mention something sure. because yeah. like there's there's this book the very good book that i i'm gonna get physical copy because the audiobook's not that great so i'm gonna get the physical copy book and i want you to borrow it because What's because it called? it's called how to win friends and influence people mm. i think that's what it's called by david kale mm -hmm. i think that's what it's i think that's who it's by I'm, I'm gonna figure it out and put it in the blog but i'll probably write this blog this time because i'm gonna get out of my comfort zone Oh, and yeah. write the blog nice. so um because i'm nothing else better to do so i'm gonna do that one uh but that book is all about positioning, positioning and okay. influencing <clears throat> mm. and also tone like mm. your vocabulary that you use tone because like yeah. because you're saying like people don't be like told what to do mm -hmm. they people like being like negotiated and influenced mm -hmm. what to do mm -hmm. you inspiration know? that's it a key one right the inspiration so it's like it's giving the, and that's where a lot of the empathy comes to right like giving them the energy to confront these problems and and giving them that um, validation like that you can get over this mm -hmm. right like those things are so important a lot of people need that encouragement right they mm -hmm. need they need to feel like they can actually do it and yeah um, but sometimes they need an example like they need mm -hmm. that's why like if you if you're in a rough place and you're giving mm -hmm. somebody advice mm -hmm. then they might listen to you but they're not, not going to believe it enough mm -hmm. to want to do it unless you already have that example yeah examples help a lot yeah. like if you can that that's also a good thing to put into the the conversation right lead them to find a solution or something right like mm -hmm. like ask leading questions and try to help them find it but if they're not finding something, then try to find an example in your own story where something similar happened. Because people like listening to people's stories, right? And it yeah. gives a, it gives a, a genuineness about the help or advice, right? Yeah, this is very psychological. Mm -hmm. Like this, this like having a conversation. Um, so like, uh, I was gonna say, uh, find key points. Like when you're when you're trying to give somebody a gift, right? You're always mm -hmm. like trying to listen to what they like. What are, their, what are their, the things that they make them happy? So when you find the things that make them happy, you kind of branch it in with something that you want to lead them towards. Be like, so like, oh, wouldn't this be nice if this happened? And then blank, blank, you fill in the blanks, right? So you change, you're like, you're, you're leading it, but mm -hmm. you're also like, mm -hmm. you, you know, can't really give an example. Mm. Yeah, well, I, that made me think of um, when I'm giving advice at work. 
like not not now but my old job when i was mm-hmm. running a crew i was giving advice right somebody wasn't doing the job properly you know i'd always lead with like something they're doing good then okay here's what we need to work on and then finish with oh another something that you're doing good you know what i mean like so you finish the conversation on a high note you address an area that mm-hmm. needs uh, help and then you finish again on a higher area yeah that's right? that's a lot like um i wouldn't say what's it like how does it how does it go like not good cop bad cop like mm. what i'm thinking of like mm. um like like you start off you start off with a positive note mm. and you have the, then you have like something you have to work on like you said mm-hmm. and then you have an end and then you end with a good note again so it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of like a little bit of a roller coaster of uh mm-hmm. of emotions like uh mm-hmm. of uh of um because if you don't have that, if you have always the high note or always the bad note, yeah. then it's not going to be, it's not going to end well. No. Or they're not going to take it seriously. Yeah. So you have yeah. to have that balance. And that's, the balance yes. is actually going through that experience. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like, uh, you know, when I would uh, get somebody new, it'd be like, oh, hey, you're, you know, it's like chainsaw work. Like, wow, like you've, you've gotten really a lot better with the chainsaw but here you see this see here how this could get better right here okay yeah like try you know keep keep up the good work on here but right here maybe focus on like yes getting yeah. this down a little bit more and hey like over here this stuff good is it's just as good as it could be right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, you're doing mm-hmm. great over here too so keep up the good work right yeah unless like, something needs to be really addressed then you that's, then you yeah. have to bring it up again okay, hey, yeah. and make it seem but mm-hmm. you have to do it in a way where it's not like offensive yeah know? and sometimes it's going to be right like yeah. some people it doesn't matter it, you can you can sugar wrap it as much as you want mm-hmm. some people are just going to be offended no matter what and we were kind of talking about um this yesterday that that kind of transition of offense right like where it's like a pride thing right where me now at 30 i recognize how dumb i really am in a sense right like how much more there is to know how much how little i do know in the scheme of things right like and the mistakes i've made and how every day i'm making stupid decisions things like that right like okay yeah i recognize that as opposed to when i was 18 far stupider or dumber right like like just a total idiot but i thought back then i was smarter than i am now you know what i mean like mm-hmm. the there there needs to be that shift of accepting it's a paradigm that, shift that yeah it's it's a complete paradigm shift you have to accept that you're not always right you know mm-hmm. it's a it's a huge ego killer in a sense right like um but I think too many of us have too big of egos, right? And, That's true. And uh, um, aren't willing to really dive into the things that we're doing that aren't beneficial, right? And, you know, fixing them. We want to yeah. just think we're right all the time. We hate being wrong. Like, everybody hates being wrong. I still hate being wrong. So, like, if we're having a conversation and there's, you know... Uh, I know something and I say something and somebody's like, no, 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 that's not right, right? Like, instantly I'm on the defense, 
You know? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like, I know that about myself instantly. Most people are, right? Instantly on the defense, right? We hate being wrong. We hate it. And so in all these types of situations, there's that possibility or you're, or you're getting into a realm where somebody's wrong, right? And it needs to become clear. And if, is, has that person made that paradigm shift yet mm-hmm. to uh, accept that they're probably wrong, right? Have they made that yet? Or are they still in that uh, ego stage of like, I can do no wrong. This is other people ruining my life. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like this is, this is the situations around me. This isn't me. I've done nothing wrong, right? Yeah, I wanted to tell. I want to reflect on myself for a second and go back to my work environment because, mm-hmm. like, everything's through text and on on the, on the computer and stuff like that. So, like, um, like a lot of days, I'll get like a day where I'm not feeling the best, and I like mm-hmm. people can tell even online. They're like, "Yeah, you're not." performing well mm-hmm. your your attitude like you can tell day. your attitude based mm-hmm. on your text and i'm like yeah i know mm-hmm. but when i'm doing the interviews i'm pretty good at doing interviews so i'm like yeah i, I understand what's going on i understand it completely so i when i got addressed like yeah you got to work on your attitude and your tone i'm like yeah so then i did mm-hmm. and like it's been better so you know like i've been i've been pretty you know but positive so you, in you, uh, no, wait, wait, but you noticed that like you already knew that. I knew. I just. And, I just but then like people, but coworkers also. Yes. Like brought it forward. Yes. Mm. Yes. See, that would have been a very difficult conversation to have, if. Um, you have a big if ego. you didn't have that paradigm shift, right? Oh, yeah, like yeah. if you were still in that stage of, well, fuck them, right? Like, oh, they must, you know, they must be jealous or they must be in a bad mood no you're the one in a bad you know yeah like which a lot of people are still stuck in that phase it's such a shame because when you're in that phase like you okay there's this there's this problem my attitude sometimes okay okay well i need to i need to work on that i need to get it better right so like that's a major important um paradigm to live in Mm -hmm. where you accept that a lot of the things you're doing aren't like the best you could bring forward, right? Because if that's you when you're 18 or, you know, like just as the example, like still in that old paradigm mm-hmm. of the head, right? Then you're like, then you get a worse attitude, right? When somebody brings it forward and says, hey, like I've noticed your attitude's been a little low. Well, your attitude, you know, like yeah, you yeah, can easily yeah. do that. And I've seen that kind of stuff, right? Like, and I've, I've, I've seen that happen to me in a sense, right? Where I try these, I, I tr- try this, like, you know, the, I, I was, I called it like a shit sandwich when you do like the good, the little bad mm-hmm. and the good, right? Like I've, I've done that or, or I've done the empathy and, you know, curiosity and like really like low tone stuff and I've really I've done those kinds of things in conversations and had the other person just like lash out at you and like yeah like right right in my face and stuff and for me that's just like the the conversation's over right like because you can't get anywhere at that point right but it's just such a shame because like how like how I just feel so bad for these people in a sense right like 
there's so many emo emotions going on in that sense. I, I mean, I've been yelled at quite a few times. Like, I, I can yeah, be very... Because yeah. um, I do want to see the best in people. Mm -hmm. And I do want to open up difficult conversations that I do think people need to have. Yeah. And so, but that's the problem is if somebody's still in that ego paradigm, then they're not going to be willing to to engage in that type of a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. They're just going to flip the switch on you. I think what we should do in the future when COVID, like when everybody's vaccinated and COVID's over, when, and maybe we have our talk on vaccine, vaccine and stuff like that, but <clears> once <throat> COVID is all settled and done with, um, yeah. she go camping, mm -hmm. even before when like the lockdown's whatever, over mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Um, and I think we should just like go around in the park and just start talking to people. Like even on the mm. journey to the campsite, mm. like, I mean, mm. like just like have like a little yeah, adventure yeah. and like write down notes and yeah. be like. They'll probably we, think we, we're some kind of like, they'll probably think we're Mormons or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> but we will just, no, I mean like. No, because, no, because most people are very. Closed? Um, he hesitant, I guess, by like, like friendly people or like. Depends. Depends on Depends. What, what, the yeah. environment. Oh yeah, exactly. And like the situation. Camping, yeah, might not be that. If I'm, at the situation. If I'm walking around with a beer, mm -hmm. and saying hey to them, that that's a, that's, a certain, you know, mm -hmm. like a certain kind of easiness in the conversation. It depends. Whereas on if what I'm walking you're... around with like a book mm -hmm. in my hand, hey, how's it going? They might have a different thought. It right. Depends you know what on I mean? depends on the person. Exactly. That's what I mean. Depends and... on the person, the situation. They might, it totally matters, like, exactly where you are, your demeanor going forward, mm -hmm. like, what's with you, what your, the, you know, the time even matters, things like that. Like, like for example, like, I remember watching these videos of, like, white guys in the ghetto mm -hmm. beatboxing. Oh, yeah. And then they were in all these nerdy clothes, and then they're, like, you know, like, it's a situation like in that situation, people walk up to them like, "Oh, it's just these guys are like in the ghetto." But then they like they sh they put on a show and they're like, "Oh, they they proved themselves mm. that they can be there." You know, that's a different mm. situation, but like, completely different. But I just wanted to bring that up. I thought it was funny. No, but it's a, it's a good <laughs> one though. So, um, I would say one thing about that is that you kind of have to be a bit of a chameleon in the sense of yeah, you don't really know who you're going to be talking with, but you have to prove, in a sense, that that you can be there in that conversation mm -hmm, or whatever mm -hmm. it is, right? Like that you can meet them where they are, in a sense, right? Yeah. Um, I was going to say that about because you were you brought up like wording and stuff, vocabulary, you yeah, brought up vocabulary and how you speak and tone, right? And so there is kind of like a. a a need to almost match tone and vocabulary, right? Because if you start <clears throat> talking, you know, I have a pretty large vocabulary in, you know, as far as mm -hmm. guys my age go, right? Mm -hmm. Like most of the times I go and hang out with guys my age and, you know, they aren't reading books and, you know, that kind of thing, right? They work their construction job, they play video games and watch sports, right? Mm -hmm. And that's fine, that's who they are. So I'm not going to start using these big words, right? That they don't understand, right? So tone and vocabulary, you kind of have to match the person you're with. You have to recognize, you know, what they can understand and how they can understand it, right? Yeah, it's about, um, I don't like a really good analogy for this or explanation. Um, like, 
it's like translating onto their level mm-hmm. kind of like um because if you have something very very complicated and you're try- trying to tell it to somebody who doesn't understand what you're saying they're not going to get it you have to you have to like transition into what they can understand mm-hmm. by first like this is why i like i think, like to have other people have a conversation before i have the conversation mm-hmm. and i just observe for a little bit and then i'm like okay now i understand where we're at mm-hmm. or like i'll just ask questions and then like i'll let them do most of the talking right mm-hmm. so like then i'll just understand where we're at mm-hmm. and then i just then i just work from there mm-hmm. right so like if mm-hmm. so for example like um in the book that i mentioned like these guys were having a campfire during a time when they're not supposed to have a campfire or like the campfire was in the wrong place i think it was in the book mm-hmm. and then it's like the positioning was like um trying to get them to put the campfire out and put it somewhere where there's no trees risk or something, something. real risk yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. So they, like, instead of saying, put that fire out and move over here, right? Like, it's all about mm-hmm. coming up with something mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is like, that's a really nice fire you got there. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but don't mm-hmm. you see over here, like, not like, don't you see, but like, you have to say it, like, in, uh, they had an example in the book, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You just have to think about how you're going to position yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't come come in combative because most people are going to get defensive and mm-hmm. want to fight right? yeah and uh yeah so it is difficult in that sense i would just say um when speaking about like how to have say tough conversations or something mm-hmm. i would say like the the first rule would be listen like listen as much as possible in a sense right mm-hmm. especially if you're not used to it or good at it um, spend as much time as you can listening because most people enjoy talking right so if you feel uncomfortable and don't really know what to say or or don't know how to go about it listen as much as possible and the second one is to ask good questions like and so the best way to know somebody's listening and this is good advice too for if if you're struggling to <clears throat> find out if somebody's interested in what you're speaking about or whatnot right so eye contact's a big one Mm -hmm. right body language right are they engaged right because often i can tell right away i'm having a conversation i've been listening right um for whatever it is and now it's my turn to speak and And then they just look two minutes in yeah it's like this right they're like looking away where their body position is and then at that moment it's like okay well like but pay attention to that. A lot of people don't pay enough attention to those kind of things. And it can be difficult, right? But Yeah. Um, but anyways, the best, the best solution for all that is to ask questions. If you want to engage in, in a... If you want to engage somebody. I mean, it's different than if you're wanting to yourself vent or something, right? Like, we're talking about mm-hmm. a situation where you're hoping to like help somebody else in a sense right mm. we're not talking about me bringing a problem forward we're trying to help somebody else so listen as much as possible ask good questions you know mm-hmm. what and that's this that's to most people that's the best sign that you're listening and and time will go by in a way that they won't have even recognized in a sense if you can ask good questions and um and and they like it and come up with good answers like you'll see the the trust is just there instantly in a sense and they're going to open up to you in a way 
that um, they wouldn't otherwise. And like I said, time will go by and you'll be like, whoa, I can't believe this conversation lasted that long. Yeah, I wanted to just give you a last example before we head off because I'm mm -hmm. going to end it off here. So um, this is, might take a little while, but um, yeah, just yeah. wanted to say um, I have a friend who like uh, who's getting into counseling. He's just mm -hmm. getting into counseling and doing his... Mm -hmm. What do you call it when you're like ending school curriculum? What do you call it? Uh, like a, not a dissertation like a, like or a thesis? No, 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 no. Like he's working in the field. Oh, practicum. Practicum or like a apprenticeship type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Something like, mm -hmm. pra probably practicum. Yeah, practicum. Anyway, um, and I'm like, he's becoming a counselor, learning all this stuff, but he doesn't have the experience, like the mm -hmm. life experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you just never had done all these things mm -hmm. to like know... Mm -hmm. Like, you will know, like, what's written in the book, but, like, mm -hmm. you never experience, like, mm -hmm. you, even if you don't experience the same experience, but you mm -hmm. never had the experience, like, where other people you know had this experience. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, how would you know how to yeah. solve these questions? Like, he probably does know, but, like, not not the way yeah. that I would training think. Is, training is, training and experience go hand in hand. I mean, experience is the best type of training right it's mm -hmm. it's real it, like that's how i get best trained right like you can read a textbook and you can learn from it and i would say i learn from it and those kind of things will help me in an experience but it's it's like uh it, it's like having a math problem read to you or like you actually Using a calculator doing the work, yeah and then doing right the work, it's like yeah. that kind of thing it's the the uh, the force of it almost you know what i mean yeah, like yeah right in your business so you have to deal with it right and and it's so easy to forget something in a book right it's not easy to forget an actual experience that happens to you right and so yeah and that's the best type of training one that you don't forget right like one that sticks with you and um at my old work that there was this little picture that i actually took with me but it had uh this kid who made like a tire swing on a like a flimsy little mm -hmm. branch or whatever and it and it like it's like hitting the ground and then underneath it has him building it on like a big strong tree and the meme was a good worker never makes the same mistake twice mm -hmm. and so and that's what that's what's so helpful about experiences is that because you're going to make mistakes like your buddy the counselor mm -hmm. he's going to make mistakes right yeah. like he's just getting into it He's going to see people and he's probably going to give, he's, he's probably going to say something or not say something when he should or not. Right. Like, but those are things that over time you learn from, right? Like, oh, I, maybe I should have done this. Right. Like, you know, you reflect over those things, mistakes or opportunities to learn for the next time. So mm -hmm. same with conversations, like they're going to, they can go any which way and, and you can break out of your comfort zone to you know explore something new but there's a good chance that you're going to fail or whatever it is right like there's there's a good chance i think there's a better chance you're going to succeed mm -hmm. but those failures are going to come but it's i try to keep that motivation in myself like don't make the same mistake twice so you kind of start recognizing things more right yeah that embodied lessons start coming back to you and so i make far less mistakes now than i did before because i learned from them 
Yeah. Right? There was like the funny meme, or not meme, <clears throat> saying that I was like, fool me once, mm-hmm. shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Oh, no, no. There's, there's, I know no, there's, there's, a, there's that one. Joke. But yeah, then yeah. it was like, there's like, let's try that again. Fool yeah. me three times. <laughs> <It's> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> My dad used to say that all the time. The fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. He used to say that all the time. Yeah. But the ones like fool me three times. It's yeah, like, fool me three times. Let's try that again. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but, Maybe I'm wrong or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you'd say it. But it, yeah. But anyway, we're going to end it off here. Yeah, that was but good. Make it yeah, short and sweet. It, a little bit chillier now. The sun's a little bit. going down, but it's yeah. nice. I want it to get warmer. Like, I, yeah. I really do. Like, hopefully it, it will. It will. Today was really warm. <clears throat> like, yeah. I got some sun a little bit. Like, I, I, uh, I get goosebumps. You look like you got some sun. No. No? No. I just tan very easily. Doesn't take long. Mm-hmm. I don't. It takes me all summer. No, it doesn't take long. I gotta get, like, a little red and work on it. Yeah. But anyways. Um, yeah, we'll wrap yeah. it up here. Cool. And uh, today was, we're gonna end up with a timestamp here. May 13th. May 13th, 2021, 2021 our yeah. second podcast of the year. We we, we slacked oh, off. Yeah, but, we've been slacking, but um, that's you know, okay. We, we've been busy experiencing it's, life. Yeah, I'll not really, not really. Mainly just sitting at home. I have. <laughs> For I've me, <laughs> I wish I could experience life again. We'll see. Well, that's like my new job is like that every day. I don't really. Oh yeah, know be, yeah, your new job. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, but yeah, cool. All right. Okay. Peace. Peace. Bye bye.